We're here to talk about Blue Beetle. And Coraline. She's right behind you. Yeah. Don't don't it's the background's gonna be different when we start, so don't say that. <laughs> Yeah, we can keep it anyway. It's fun. It's you know. <laughs> You're gonna be seeing Blue Beetle though. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Blue Beetle, it's the new film in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's nothing to say about the movie. I'm shocked <laughs> it like. I'm shocked it was number one when it came out that weekend. Because I'm like, no way, Barbie's going to beat it. I, I was like, it's going to bomb, it's going to bomb. And it did bomb. It made like $2 million more than Barbie. But I, I don't even know if it was that much of yeah. a difference. <laughs> I uh, thought it yeah, was like, it, it I thought was Bar- Barbie was like $23 million and then that was like $25 million or something like that. It, yeah, maybe. You might, you might be right. I don't, I don't know the exact number offhand. But yeah, but by a very small margin. Yeah, and you know, it's like the first weekend. But these superhero movies, like I said about The Flash, when The Flash came out, everyone saw it that first weekend who was going to see it, and then it had a huge drop-off. Because movies like that usually do. There's like no audience for that um, kind of yeah. thing. I, I think uh, maybe like an advantage... After the first weekend, sorry. A couple, a couple <laughs> of advantages that Blue Beetle might have over The Flash is one, uh, the lead actor is, hasn't... Uh, groomed anyone or been arrested recently? Yeah, and there's two, no videos uh, of them like throwing a chick into a, the floor. Right. Yeah, that's definitely a plus. And also, um, you know, um, I think the the angle on the story is different. It's focused, you know, it's focused on a specific uh, family unit, a Latino family, which I think is a, an interesting change of pace, a welcome change of pace. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually liked the characters just fine mm-hmm. i thought overall it was a less annoying movie than the flash was it's a little it's a little like kind of middle of the road sure very like mediocre in a lot of ways but yeah i didn't i didn't hate the movie blue beetle i could see it being middle of the road i you know i i i, I didn't have a bad time watching it it was honestly it wasn't as bad as i was expecting it probably doesn't help that you know like you said it's, it's the latest entry in the dcau like it's the third of those this year, and there's going to be a fourth with you know Aquaman two. So it's kind of like overkill, maybe a little bit. And you know, by and large, the, their movies haven't. I don't think they've had a hit since the first Shazam, which is several years ago now. They've had like yeah. they've been throwing up bricks. I mean, we liked you know the the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn one, but that, that didn't do that well. I'm just like it, it just feels like they've had like a string of bombs <laughs> mm-hmm. for for a little bit now. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know if this is gonna end up being a bomb. Like, yeah, you know, I think it it underperformed a little bit. I mean, it, uh, you know, I think this is only like the third week it's been out, or something, second or third week. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like as of this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's not a ton to say. It's not like oh, this fucking so-. like it doesn't. Uh, you know, when we talked about the Flash, and I'm wearing the same shirt, so it's it's a it's a theme. Uh, the DC. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it doesn't quite fall apart like The Flash did in the third act, you know, because that, that movie always had, like, the weird, like, Uncanny Valley stuff with the... the mm-hmm. this, this isn't quite like that. I, I think with Blue Beetle, the, the climax drags a little bit. I was kind of ready for it to wrap up a little sooner than it did. Um, yeah. I, I can't think of too many, like, major, like, issues I had with the film. Uh, does anything spring to mind for you? 
It's just mostly like not anything it does particularly that's egregious. It's more just like middle of the road the whole time. It doesn't really like pop or stand out at all. Sure, it's funny it, what you said about your shirt. You're like, Ralph, should I change my shirt before we record? It's the same shirt I wore in the flash. I'm like, Cam, no one gives a shit. <laughs> I, uh, you'd be surprised. Well, pe- yeah, I mean, people actually do. Like I told you uh, when I recorded my videos in, in P. Row, your bed was in the background. People would always t- leave comments like, Ralph, <laughs> make your bed. But it's not, it wasn't my bed. That was your bed the whole time. Yeah, yeah, for those, yeah. <laughs> so we right. got you. <laughs> this, this is the culprit. All those years I was getting those comments. Yeah, this Ralph would record. <laughs> he'd record his reviews in our dorm room, and I, I, like, didn't think to, like, make my bed. I probably didn't. I probably wouldn't have cared. <laughs> Your comforter, me. that was 15 years old. Oh, it was, older, it was older than that. That thing was fucking ancient. <laughs> That's, like, from the 90s. I think we threw it out. It was pretty ratty. If, if you, like, people could go back yeah, and look. Yeah, it looked ratty. Yeah. <laughs> it was covered with flowers. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was covered. It was, like, floral. Yeah. It looked yeah. like a... Uh, yeah, like a grandmother's couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, went off the rails. There is a grandmother character in Blue Beetle. Yeah, right. They show her in the trailer with the machine gun. Like, no, no. It wasn't funny. The movie wasn't very funny. I mean, do you even remember that? Oh, my God. Why am I blanking on her name? I was going to say Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> it's not Sigourney Oh, Weaver. Susan Sarandon. Yes, yeah, it's the Susan villain. Sarandon. Uh, like, that character is, like, whatever. Yeah, she was fine. Villain. I know it's, a, week. it's at least the second movie where Susan Sarandon has played the villain because she was also the bad guy in Rugrats in Paris, the movie. I don't know yeah. if people remember that one. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, um... I know for the cast, uh, you know, I got like a couple chuckles out of George Lopez here and there, I think. Let me just look up uh, the one who played the mother. I know she's also in Predator, like the original Predator. Yeah. Did uh, you ever watch the George Lopez show? Here and there. Not that much. I didn't like a, <laughs> I, I, I didn't avoid it. I watched it. a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that was like a popular one, like in rerun. I, yeah. I probably, I caught some of it here and there. It, it was funny enough. I just, it wasn't like, yeah. like Full House, like that one I saw, like, if not every episode, then like almost every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like but they that. were on Nick at Night. So I watched Full mm-hmm. House and then I watched, you know, at some point George Lopez was playing on there. And, you know, they had like Home Improvement with Tim Allen. They had uh, uh, Cosby oh, Show. That, that Cosby, I, I, yeah, I did watch yeah. on Nick at Night. I don't there know was something else too. Fresh Prince, of course. Yeah, yeah, Fresh Prince. It used to be Full House and then Fresh Prince. Yeah, Elpidia Carrillo. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, she plays the mother. Yeah, uh, the grandmother Adriana Barraza. She's also in Babel, which is a good movie. I don't know. If, have you seen Babel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I, I don't know if I remember her or not. But. She was the like the the nanny. Who is the love interest there? Bruna Marquezine. I don't think... Has she been in... I don't know if... Has she, yeah, has she been in much? She's pretty cute, but... Yeah, she's... Yeah, she's pretty... <laughs> uh, not, nothing that I've seen. And the main guy, Jaime, he's uh, Zola Maradona. Sorry, I'm from butchering the names. But uh, I think he was on... It says he was on Cobra Kai, which I've only seen like oh, one or okay. two episodes of. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought, you know, the the Blue Beetle character is pretty obscure. It's not one that everyone knows, like Batman or Superman 
Like, I, no one knows I had never Beetle. heard of him before. No. I never really heard of him either. He's in like a couple video games, but you know, one of my roommates used to know who he was. But, but no. no, they they don't know who <laughs> they, they used to know. Uh, but not. Yeah, they, they, they died. <laughs> they, for, they forgot. They died. They fell off the bridge and died. Yeah. Oh, They're man. no longer with us. Getting off um, t- on tangents, <laughs> shirts and comforters. Because the movie itself rooming. is very like, all right, well, it's not like the worst movie in the world, but there's not a ton that really stands out about it. Um, you know, like the the way they handled his origin, it was very average, very middle of the road. Like it was mm-hmm. funny to see that you know he's this character. Obviously, if you got superpowers at first, you would have no idea what you're doing, and you're like. You know, destroying stuff like cutting buses in half or whatever, and that's always cute. But you know, it's not any. It's not any. You know, they they don't really do much with it. At the end of the day, it's very like, uh, it's kind of like a standard superhero origin story. I don't think James Gunn was involved much in this. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess I think I'm, this I, is I, before James Gunn signed on. That I think James Gunn's first movie is like a the Superman movie. Yeah, first, where he's like, you know, in charge involved. of like the universe. Yeah, right. Because obviously, he did he directed it, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad? Um, yeah, it's him and Peter Safran. They're running the show now at DC. Yeah, which you know, I have faith in them, but at the same time, I'm you know, we haven't seen anything that they've made, so I'm just you know, I'm very, I have a eye on it for sure. But, you know, this one, it's like, yeah, I, I didn't really care for it much. And not that it's a bad movie or unwatchable. I thought it was probably better than The Flash and better than... It's definitely better than Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. Black Adam More Black Adam was just awful, yeah. I like The Flash better than Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying... Yeah, I was trying to... Yeah, it's definitely not awful. Like, you know, we, we covered those Fantastic Four movies. Those are fucking crapola. Like, this is better... <laughs> it's definitely better than that. Like, if it's like... If Blue Beat is, like, something you're interested in, like, I, you know, you, you can go watch it. I'm not like... It's not like, no, don't bother. Like, yeah, you'd probably like it fine. I was just trying to think, like, where it ranks in the DCEU. What are they, like, 14, 15 movies at this point? Something yeah. like that. It's definitely not yeah. at the. It's it's probably in the upper half, I would say. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not. Uh, you know, Batman v Superman. Is that even much of a compliment? Well, I was, I was just. Yeah, you know, I can't think of like too many of those movies I love. Some of them, like I don't think are bad. Like I don't. I don't think the first Wonder Woman's a bad movie. Um, yeah. Or like, it's, uh, not, it's not a very good movie in my opinion. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's I don't better think than, it's, yeah. it's certainly not terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's better than '84 uh, for sure. Yeah, that that movie sucks bananas. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be like in the upper half. Dubs '84. Uh, Dubs eighty four. That's, that's a funny that, way. Of pun- I that, like that. <laughs> that's uh, the nickname the fans get give it, or like that's what yeah. the fans would get oh, if really? they were fans. No, I, I don't know. I mean, who, who likes that? I, I, that? For me, that's the first time I've heard that. So I'm trademarking that. Dubs eighty four is the nickname for Wonder Woman eighty four. When they add that to Criterion Collection, uh, you can write the essay on it. Like, Wonder Woman 84, or Dubs 84, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Blue Beetle. I like the main actor. He was fine. 
Yeah, like none of the characters like were particularly annoying or anything. They they were likable enough. He has a sister too. Yeah, I don't know about the sister and uh, George Lopez. They got they they got to be a little bit too much at times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know the mom and the dad character were fine, and the main guy I thought was fine. I liked the love interest, and mm-hmm. you know it, it wasn't a great movie, but. No, no, uh, but, yeah. but not a, yeah, it's kind of like middle, yeah, there's not enough, you know, it's not, perfectly we're not like, watchable. Yeah, exactly. We're not like singing praises from the rooftops, but it's not, you know, awful either. It's not like, you know, what the fuck did I just, yeah, you, you didn't open with a, <laughs> with a tirade like you did with the, the new Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah, yeah, that's it true. sucks and I hate it. It was definitely better than that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't nearly as boring. Mm-hmm. It also, like, it doesn't feel totally soulless. It's enough, you know, it, it felt like there was some, like, passion to it. It wasn't this, like, like that quantum. It, it's better than, like, uh, whatever, quantum media. Like, that that that, that was, that was that one was kind of lame. Yeah. That was crappy. Yeah, because we, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, exactly. Middle of the road for superhero movies this year. Because, you know, there have been some really good ones, like, you know, Guardians 3 and... Spider Verse Two and what else? What else was there? We mentioned the Flash, Shazam Two, which was wasn't terrible either, but yeah, kind of yeah, kind, of, wasn't for, kind of forgettable. I honestly probably preferred this to Shazam Two. Yeah, I, I think I would also. Yeah, that one, that one's fading. I, I thought it was fine when I saw it, but it's, it's fading on me a bit. Yeah, same here. I, I'm not in love with it, but I also yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of whatever movie. It's in the upper half of the DCEU by default. <laughs> yeah, just by default, right? Again, that's not a glowing praise of it for me. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. better than Suicide Squad. Unless, who knows, maybe the AIR cut will be released. Then it'll bump Blue Beetle out of the, the top half. I mean, I, I have no desire <laughs> to see an AIR cut. I don't know about you. They, they keep talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no interest in that either, right? It's just so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, there's they, no cut of that movie that's good. They're all no, bad. it's dead on. It's you know, like you yeah. fucking bur- you know, burnt a steak, and then like you want to try to, <laughs> like, you can't like yeah, unring that. The movie's bell. ruined. Yeah, yeah, it's already bad, and it's been so long too. Like who even gives a shit at this point? Right, that um, was even before yeah. we moved into our dorm room, and I didn't make my bed for your videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Blue Beetle, I give it. Um, if we want to get into ratings, you know, this just yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You go. This, you screams, this screams like two and a half out of five for me. Yeah, I'd probably go either that or yeah, either a five or a six. Like like high five, low six. That's that's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, had a ten. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't miserable watching it by any means, but yeah, not amazing either. Like you said. Yeah, that's about what I'd give it. The sound All was right. a little off in my theater. I mentioned that and. Uh, there was some mm-hmm. uh, geek sitting next to me, like during the climax. He was like, "Oh, come on!" You know, get, like making comments. <laughs> so I, did, I just like <laughs> stood up and watched the end from the back. <laughs> yeah, the climax went on a little too long. Sure. Yeah, and uh, it's a lot of it is a lot of CGI. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, guess I lost interest. It yeah, I was definitely losing interest toward the end there. And it's not too long. It's only two hours, but it could have been shortened sure. a bit. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
Everything Especially since, yeah, nice. like, I wouldn't say that, you know, the action was the highlight of the movie anyway. It was like, you know, the, the characters mostly, like you said, the, you know, kind of watching the family dynamic. I think it was enough of a unique spin for one of these movies. The next movie I saw in theaters was a re-release that they did of the film Coraline from 2009. I saw it with my brother. I, we'd seen the original one when it came out. I think I was 12 years old when that came out. The original release. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were we were both 12, I believe. I, I don't yeah. know what month it came out. Maybe it was like yeah. October. I can look it up even. Yeah. And Mike and I haven't seen it in a theater. Well, Mike hasn't seen it in a theater since. I think I had because I saw the Blu-ray. But it was, it was, you know, seeing it again in a theater was a magical magical experience <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought i thought Coraline was great like when i first saw it and, and now it's like a different perspective seeing it now uh you know i have a different lens seeing it because i'm much older now um, yeah and I, I really uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I really appreciate you know like when i first saw it obviously it's very engrossing and good story characters and whatever but this time I really was focused on like the animation and the craft of it and like mm-hmm. just how like immaculate it is in that respect and how like Leica's groundbreaking with these stop motion movies and how well done they are and how hard stop motion is like because I've dabbled in stop motion with like short movies I never finished and whatever and it's like because I love stop motion I was you know we praise the Wallace and Gromit movies yeah chicken run know. Yeah, yeah, and this movie, it's like, you know, you, you see the behind the scenes, and, you know, every single second of the movie, every 24 frames, there's someone there moving the guy, the little Coraline doll, to, like, his, to their arm a little bit each frame, so that it looks like one continuous motion, and when you do that, you, you get, it creates this effect, that it's motion, and it looks beautiful, and, and like, every time Coraline makes an expression, they, they're changing her face, is like a thousand different Coraline faces, each with a different expression, a different mouth, and even her hair moves. And there's like so many great set pieces in the movie, like when they go to the garden, and there's all like the the the, the flowers like growing. And toward the end of the movie, when the mom is chasing her, and there's like the spider web, and she falls into it. It's like this amazing, like almost parallax kind of perspective shot with like the web falling into like an, an empty void and yeah this is your first time watching it right yeah i'd never seen it before we uh yeah we were 11 when it came out i looked at uh, february 2009 yeah for whatever uh-huh. reason um i didn't see it at the time i don't know why uh this flew under my i, I knew uh, yeah i knew it was out as i don't know middle school was a strange time uh <laughs> Uh, it also it was strange uh, time. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, that, that was a pretty strong year for animated movies, uh, period, because there was also Up and Fantastic Mr. Fox and Ponyo, some good ones. And yeah, I enjoyed Yeah, yeah. For, and also, um, I can note, because yeah, this was my first time seeing it. On Letterboxd, it's like the most popular movie in my watch list. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the one I hadn't seen uh, before yet. And, uh, yeah, I liked it. I don't know if I, like, absolutely loved it, because I know, like, you know, there's a lot of praise heaped on it. It's def- I definitely enjoyed it. Um, 
This is also the first like Leica movie I've seen because I've never seen Paranormal. Oh, I haven't right. seen uh, what are some like Kubo. Yeah, I think this is their best. It's it's Henry Selleck, right? Yeah, directed. He also directed uh, Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas and yeah. um, what Tim Burton movie? Which Tim Burton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a Tim Burton. Movie. Tim Burton. It's Tim, Tim Burton, Burton presents, produced it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he produced. But yeah, it, that's right? a presents. common uh, misconception. He also direct, uh, yeah. Henry Selleck also directed um, James and the Giant Peach, which was one I watched as a kid a lot. Um, yeah, Doug did a review of that one. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the comedic genius Doug. I know you're a fan. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. I get why people would confuse it with Tim Burton too, because the tone of it, mm-hmm. it's very like Tim Burton like atmosphere in that movie. And Coraline kind of has that going too, but it's much more scary. It really it's very it leans sinister. much more to the horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, which makes it very unique, you know. Because again, like we we just you mentioned Haunted Mansion in this review, and that's yeah, a movie yeah. that that fails at everything that this movie succeeds yeah. at doing. Because it, uh, it is scary, it is kind of intense, but at the same time, it's great for like kids. It, it's like you know, uh, like I I loved it as a kid. I'm like, oh, this is spooky. This is great. It's very memorable. Very engaging. To yeah, like a it's young very, person watching it. It's very sinister and gloomy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, compared to like Nightmare Before Christmas, like that also has like an edge to it, but it's a little more like jovial because they're singing and you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is like kind of um, very like macabre, like you know, because uh, Coraline, she's you know, she moves to a new house and then she finds like this passageway that leads to like an alternate world. Yeah, where, uh, like she, she has sees, an alternate like, mom. Yeah, an alternate dad, and they have buttons. And her for neighbors eyes. are cooler. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that's they all have buttons for eyes. So in this world, like they they smother Coraline with a, with attention because in mm-hmm. her real life, you know, her parents are always busy with work and can't mm-hmm. give her the time of day because it's just they're too busy they got other stuff going on so they give her attention but then at some point they're like oh Coraline to stay in this world you gotta sew you know buttons into your eyes and that's when the movie kind of flips and becomes more of a horror movie and there's like all this other stuff going on from there but yeah if you haven't seen the movie I won't give it away you've had you know 14 years <laughs> to watch it but that's fine <laughs> you should definitely watch it it's good yeah um, what are you yeah, what are you doing no i'm just gonna like obviously i've waited yeah. 14 years too um, yeah 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 it, it has like an interesting pace to it because it's kind of shaggy like for like the first half a little bit because you know it, yeah like you're right like it does become like a horror movie in the second half but yeah for a while you kind of just you know following Coraline as she like because she goes into the you know back and forth between the two worlds and you know you, yeah. see, you see how like the two you, you whatever uh you know worlds diverge from each other mm-hmm. and uh yeah like the ian mcshane plays uh the neighbor he's like a you know what would you call like an acrobat like you know yeah like a certain, oh that like was ian showman. mcshane yeah ian yeah McShane, he's know. good and i like yeah dakota fanning's great as Coraline. Uh, i think she fits yeah. the, the role pretty well and um terry yeah. hatch is the mother Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's funny because I, I really didn't know, you know, I, I knew of Coraline. I didn't really know much about the story. I just knew whatever he, she had a cat with her, and, and the, yeah, the, the the mother yeah. had buttons for eyes, and yeah, it's cool to see the the story unfold. And yeah, the, the like, like you said, the visuals are very impressive. Yeah, I I, yeah, I definitely have a fun sort of stop motion. I know it's it takes a ton of work, and 
Yeah, uh, Prox and Wreck uh, has a great um, gag and one of the episodes, because, um, <laughs> what's it, uh, yeah, Ben, uh, you know, Adam Scott's character, he's depressed, so he tries dabbling with stop motion and the, 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 the you know the shorty makes yeah. like seconds yeah. long <laughs> yeah he spends like he's like i worked two weeks on this and then he plays it. it's like a second long yeah know? stand yeah you can look up the, the scene it's very funny yeah it's just, yeah it's like yeah, no, stop nothing happens hard. you have to take a, a picture move the thing yeah. and you know especially at this scale there's like all kinds yeah it's of, very you know, elaborate stuff moving yeah it's super elaborate you're blending in like cgi and backgrounds and whatever and What's funny too, like about uh, Coraline, is um, you know in the in the movie she has a friend, um, the the guy who plays the friend Robert Bailey Jr. He's also in the Happening. You remember he's like one of the guys they meet that gets gets shot on the porch. <laughs> yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> yeah, I thought that uh, was funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Yeah, that, that, that was such a random scene, <laughs> like random bit of violence <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, what a, what a classic. I guess you prefer Coraline to, to The Happening. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. And, uh, yeah, Keith David plays the, the cat that um that talks. Got a black yeah. cat. My family's got a black cat, too. Molly. He was, um, yeah, she's a girl. She, 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 uh, she also helps me when I, when I travel into another world. Molly looks just like that cat. Yeah, I had uh, I still I had my yeah our first cat uh, mittens. I had him at the time that Coraline came out. I could have watched it with him, but yeah, because mm-hmm. he he would watch movies with he would hang out with me when I uh, in the den when I'd watch movies like Come and See. I don't know I don't know how much, how much he was paying attention to that, but I, I do remember <laughs> he was with me. <laughs> comforting. It's got a visual. Fl- yeah, exactly. Like like you said, uh, you know, compared to Haunted Mansion, it's definitely. You know more what I I was thinking of in terms of like a, a scary movie that's accessible to kids because Haunted Mansion like it, it kind of falters on both those fronts with you oh, know yeah. the horror element and the uh, you know the comedy um, aspects. Uh, so what would you rate Coraline upon seeing it for the first time? Um, I was debating maybe like either a seven or an eight. Like, yeah, like I said, like I, I definitely liked it. I, you know, I know people like really love it. I, it's it's definitely one I'd probably revisit. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'd I'd go either yeah seven or an eight for now. Yeah, I just love the story. I love the animation. It's very like captivating for children because it's so spooky and creepy and <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. likable characters. It, it flew by. Like the pacing of it's great too. It's to me, it's just like a perfect little movie. I'd give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, wow. So. Right, I, yeah. I, it's a rarity for like uh, at least like for the videos we've done recently. We haven't given a lot of nines in a while. Yeah, well, you two, Mama Tambien, and oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Bobby. Yeah, I was just I was I was fo- in, uh, yeah, yeah like Oppenheimer. Yeah, I was focusing on Oppenheimer. The yeah, yeah, I was yeah, focusing I on the. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we gave uh, Transformers: Rise of Beasts and. <laughs> I really like that uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'd probably give that. Oh yeah, one. you did that one. Uh, yeah, solo. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it too. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I don't think I have any questions this week, so let's just uh, wrap up. That, that there, yeah we 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 have all the answers in life. Yeah, we're, we're we set. answered all the questions. <laughs> so don't ever ask us any questions ever. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> our opinion is um it's it's printed and that that's that that's it, 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 it yeah. Yes, the only questions we need to answer, and that's it. <laughs> what? How, how would you rank? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the Friday yeah, what's your the 13th top 10 of the year? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Four, seven. <laughs> it's probably actually how I would rank them. All right. Go go watch Coraline. Yeah. Exactly. And if you want, if you want to squeeze in Blue Beetle, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for something to see with like your your pass, then oh yeah, that's the thing with Coraline. It, like I thought I could use my Regal Unlimited pass to get the ticket. No, I had to pay extra. It was like fifteen dollars a ticket. Because it's a re-release. Because yeah, I saw yeah. you know the original. Uh, you, you know when the you know Spielberg's West Side Story came out, the AMC re-released the original one, and I, which I saw with my mom and. Yeah, that you had to pay. I think because they don't, they wouldn't make as much money. <laughs> Otherwise, that they, they kind of want the extra cash for the re-release, yeah, for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be uh, re-releasing uh, the, you know, the talking head, you know, Jonathan Demme's, um, you know, constant movie, yeah, for the, the talking heads. Uh, stop making sense. That's it's coming out soon in IMAX. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I you got to pay like for the Taylor Swift uh, concert movie. That might be good. That's probably good too. <laughs> We should, I don't cover, know we should cover that one. Yeah, we, we can. I, I'm sure yeah. it'll be. It's uh, I, li- I like. I'm a, I'm a fan of hers. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting because obviously I've seen Stop Making Sense, which is great. And um, yeah, I'm curious how uh, cinematic uh, the the uh, you know the Eras uh, movie will look. Going yeah. to movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know how it will compare. I. I mean, how many have you seen? A lot of many concert movies. Maybe that can be the question. No, not really. Yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. you know "Stop Making Sense" and "The Last Waltz." Those are great. I haven't seen a ton, but I'm sure there's some other mm. good are ones. Are those recent? No, "The Last Waltz" is like 45 <laughs> years ago. It was oh, filmed. So that's pretty I, recent. Depends how how you look at things. I think they filmed that was like the the Thanksgiving concert like 1976. The the leads uh what's it the um Robbie Robertson just died from the band cuz that was that was, Scorsese directed mm. uh, Last Waltz and um him and Robbie Robertson were, uh, you know worked on a lot of Scorsese's movies in the music department like you know The Potted and Wolf of Wall yeah, Street. That's right. That's right. That's the Scorsese one. I, I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't think of it. Is, is that recent? <laughs> is that a recent movie? <laughs> so you're uh, telling me that black and white stuff in Oppenheimer was real? <laughs> exactly. So, the, yeah, yeah. we give you some more yeah recommendations. The Last Waltz, Stop Making Sense. If you're into... Um, it's great music and cool visuals to go along with those. And um, Yeah. yeah. Well, Cam, Cam can give you some good recommendations. Yeah, I can just be a fucking idiot <laughs> you're so uncultured Ralph have you ever yeah. <laughs> stop focusing on the Steven Seagal stuff <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff though right yeah that's your, your yeah. bread and butter yeah <laughs> right. your partner's been working a dope caper whatever he said your dope caper I was not born at night I was born <laughs> on a bright sunny day fuck that guy yeah, <laughs> he deserves to be roasted. So that's what—that's your job. Yeah, exactly. Show horrible clips of him saying terrible lines. The night is our friend. Remember? <laughs> yeah. All right. But I, I thought he didn't like the—he fa- likes not being born at night. But 
It's his friend? Yeah. Now now the knight is his friend in one line. He's like, the knight is our friend. It's our buddy. <laughs> I would think he'd prefer the knight because it's harder to tell how ugly he is when he's yeah, back out. Yeah, he can't see how fat he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check out uh, Blue Beetle. But Coraline's a priority. It's on Max right now. Yeah, you can just watch it. Or see the re-release. It might still be in theaters by the time this is out. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up because I don't give a shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're insulting uh, the fans now. It's going to get... If only you could... You make fun of me, Ralph. (laughs) Yeah. I've given you years and you did not even treat me with respect. I met, I met Ralph ever. in public once, and he was so mean to me. He smoked in my face and blew the smoke in my face. That is what Ralph did to me when I went when I met him in public. And I hate what? Ralph ever since. And I'm going to leave a Reddit post saying this. <laughs> Why did you do that, Ralph? I, I, I know. I, hey, how how could I do such a thing? Li- listen, aggrieved fan. I was there, and I can tell you, you deserved to be. <laughs> listen, copy, copy, and paste, by Ralph. Co- copy pasta bot. Fuck Here's you. a man who would who would not take it. Here's <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Now I'm actually gonna do that in real life because no one will believe believe it. They'll be like, oh, it's just a copy pasta. But no, now I'll actually I'll actually do that in real a life. A what? Copy pasta. That's like some internet thing when like you just copy and paste. Like there's this one where people say they're from, they're like in a SEAL team. And so like you just say like, you know, you just it's just like a thing people write. Like, look, like when you leave a comment on something, like, look, I'm a, I'm, I'm a SEAL team member and blah, blah, blah. Uh, like stolen valor? <laughs> online yeah, it's stolen like a fake. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fake story you make up about someone, but it's like clearly fake because it's like copy and pasted a thousand times on the internet. Um, I've, there's been a few written about me, um, but th- I think that, that one wasn't written about me. I saw that written about someone else. This, like the whole like cigarette thing, like blowing, sw- I'm not going to say who I saw that about, <laughs> but like the whole, like he, he met me and then he blew smoke in my face. I'm like, I don't believe that. Yeah. It, I, it wasn't I re- written about <laughs> me, but it, not me, but I saw it written about someone. I'm like, I don't believe that person would do that. But okay. I, I ran into Humphrey Bogart at a GameStop once. He was so <laughs> rude. It's, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that. Man, that, that clock cable. He like he spilt my drink when I was sitting at Panera. What a, what a, <laughs> what yeah, a jerk. You're good. You should write copy pastas. Yeah, we'll cover that more next time. All right, bye-bye.